Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I'm going to think positive today, and that's a winner. Yes, I have no idea if we won on Saturday or not, but I want to think we will. I'm dropping this podcast early because I have a neighborhood family fun night tonight, and I really don't want to record at 1, 2 in the morning after a night at the bonfire. And the Saturday card, I think, is off to a good start. We cashed on the Braves game one of the doubleheader. So the first of two ride the wave plays now on the Braves for the day. And then we almost played Shane McClanahan to hold the O's under one and a half in the first five. And the O's already went over the total and we didn't play it. So I consider that a partial win already. We'll find out how the rest of the card goes. We'll post everything in the show notes as always. We have four typical plays on the card. And then I'm not going to give you even the potential ride the wave plays. I'll post everything in the show notes. And keep in mind with the ride the wave plays, It's once a team wins three consecutive games, we bet on them unless they're playing another team that has won three consecutive games. So we played five ride the wave plays on Saturday, the Braves twice, I guess. So we'll have six total ride the wave plays. We hope all of those will be on the card again on Sunday, but we'll find out. And once again, it's tough to kind of step in and out of ride the wave plays. Similar to betting dogs, if you're going to bet them, you have to bet them consistently Because what we want to do is we want to catch that hot team and then ride that wave. Hope they rattle off eight, nine, ten victories. Had we been doing this earlier in the season when Seattle went on the long winning streak and when Baltimore went on a couple of their long winning streaks at plus money, oh boy, we'd have a nice bankroll. But yes, we're going to stay the course. Sometimes it's an ugly run. Sometimes it's a good run, but we're going to stay the course with the ride the waves. But we will not go over the individual potential plays today. So now, After all that jabbing, let's get to the card. We start with the first five under. It is the Kansas City Royals under the to-be-determined number in the first five. For L.A., it's Tyler Anderson making his 20th start of the year. I need to give this guy some love. 13-1 record, a 2.72 ERA, and a 1.00 whip. Last seven have been even better with a 1.83 ERA and a 0.92 whip. Road ERA is a tad bit higher this year with a 3.17 ERA. Last time out against the Padres, he went seven innings, giving up zero runs. Twelfth appearance this year, giving up one or fewer runs. The Royals are the sixth lowest scoring team at home, so I'm going to play Kansas City. Under the number in the first five, I would expect it to be at one and a half. Next up, it's another first five under, and we're going to play the Seattle Mariners under the number. For Texas, it's Martin Perez making his 23rd start of the season for the Rangers. He has a 2.85 ERA, a 1.18 whip. Last seven haven't been as good with a 4.22 ERA, thanks to bookend performances giving up seven runs to the Astros and six runs against the Twins. In the middle, though, he held the Mariners, the Orioles, the Angels, and the A's to just one run each. 13 of 22 starts have resulted in one or fewer runs given up. Home numbers are solid this year with a 2.7 ERA, 11 innings pitched against the M's, three runs allowed. The Mariners are playing good baseball, but they're still ranked 23rd in overall scoring. Perez has been great this season, and you know the drill on this show, great pitching beats good hitting. I'm on the Mariners, under the number in the first five. I would expect it once again to be at one and a half. Next up, it's a first five over, and we're going to play the Minnesota Twins over a to-be-determined number. I would expect this number to be at two and a half. 
For LA, it's Tucker Davidson making his fifth start of the year, second with the Halos. Last time out, four innings, six runs allowed at Seattle. He has a 7.91 ERA this year with an ugly 2.02 whip on the season at the major league level. This year in AAA, he had a 4.59 ERA. The Twins, as we know, they're the third highest scoring team on the road. So I'm going to take the Twinkies over the number in the first five, I think, at two and a half. Next up, the final game on the card today. It's a first five over, and we're going back to the well again. The San Diego Padres over the number. I hope it's at two and a half. I'm a little scared it could be at three and a half by the time we get it in. Washington, it's Paulo Espino making his 12th start of the year for the Nationals. Last time out, he burned me, giving up just one run over five innings against the Cubbies. Two starts prior, he gave up five runs to the Phillies and four runs to the Cardinals, lasting less than five innings in each of those performances. A 5.14 ERA and a 1.41 whip this year as a starter. The Padres are the fifth highest scoring team on the road, and they haven't had Soto and Bell that long yet. I'm not backing off now. Give me the Padres over the number in the first five at a to-be-determined line. So let's recap your card for Sunday. Your four plays that we know. A first five under on the Kansas City Royals. A first five under on the Seattle Mariners. A first five over on the Minnesota Twins. And a first five over on the San Diego Padres. Plus, once again, we'll play any team in Major League Baseball that has won three or more consecutive games. We'll be back in them on the money line today. We'll post everything in the show notes once we get the wagers in. But as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.